everyone and welcome back to the Abiding in Him podcast. This is Christina and we are on the last day of week nine. So week nine, day five, and today we will be reading Numbers chapters 23 through 26 in the New International Version. And if you remember yesterday, we left off on kind of a cliffhanger. Uh, Balak summoned Balaam to come and curse the nation of Israel so that Balak could overtake them. And God told Balaam not to go, but Balaam still received more of Balak's emissaries and once again came to God to ask him if he could go. And God said, why don't you go ahead and go? But then God was actually pretty mad at him. So he caused Balaam's donkey to see an angel of the Lord standing in the way. And he tried to stop Balak. I'm sorry, he tried to stop Balaam from going and Balaam was beating the donkey because he didn't know why he kept stopping. And finally, God opened the donkey's mouth so that he could talk to Balaam. And he was like, why are you beating me, basically? And then God opened Balaam's eyes and he was able to see the angel of the Lord. So he said, if you want me to turn around, I will. But God said, no, keep going. Go meet with Balak, but only do what I tell you. So at the end of chapter 22, um, Balak was sacrificing cattle and sheep and brought Balaam with him. And they went to a place called Bamoth Baal. And from there, he saw part of the people. So we are at the place where Balak had taken Balaam. And we're going to see what happens next. So here we go. Balaam said, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did as Balaam said, and the two of them offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your offering while I go aside. Perhaps the Lord will come to meet with me. Whatever he reveals to me, I will tell you. Then he went off to a barren height. God met with him, and Balaam said, I have prepared seven altars, and on each altar I have offered a bull and a ram. The Lord put a message in Balaam's mouth and said, Go back to Balak and give him this message. So he went back to him and found him standing beside his offering with all the princes of Moab. Then Balaam uttered his oracle. Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab from the eastern mountains. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come, denounce Israel. How can I curse those whom God has not cursed? How can I denounce those whom the Lord has not denounced? From the rocky peaks I see them. From the heights I view them. I see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob or number the fourth part of Israel? Let me die the death of the righteous, and may my end be like theirs. Balak said to Balaam, What have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies, but you have done nothing but bless them. He answered, Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth? Then Balak said to him, Come with me to another place where you can see them. You will see only a part, but not all of them. And from there, curse them for me. 
So he took him to the field of Zophim on the top of Pisgah, and there he built seven altars and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Balaam said to Balak, Stay here beside your offering while I meet with him over there. The Lord met with Balaam and put a message in his mouth and said, Go back to Balak and give him this message. So he went to him and found him standing beside his offering with the princes of Moab. Balak asked him, What did the Lord say? Then he uttered his oracle, Arise, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot change it. No misfortune is seen in Jacob, no misery observed in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild ox. There is no sorcery against Jacob, no divination against Israel. It will now be said of Jacob and of Israel, See what God has done. The people rise like a lioness. They rouse themselves like a lion that does not rest till he devours his prey and drinks the blood of his victims. Then Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. Balaam answered, Did I not tell you I must do whatever the Lord says? Then Balak said to Balaam, Come, let me take you to another place. Perhaps it will please God to let you curse them for me from there. And Balak took Balaam to the top of Peor, overlooking the wasteland. Balaam said, Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Now when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not resort to sorcery as at other times, but turned his face toward the desert. When Balaam looked out and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the Spirit of God came upon him, and he uttered his oracle. The Oracle of Balaam, son of Beor, the oracle of one whose eye sees clearly, the oracle of one who hears the words of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls prostrate, and whose eyes are opened. How beautiful are your tents, O Jacob, your dwelling places, O Israel! Like valleys they spread out, like gardens beside a river, like aloes planted by the Lord, like cedars beside the waters. Water will flow from their buckets, their seed will have abundant water. Their king will be greater than Agag, their kingdom will be exalted. God brought them out of Egypt, they have the strength of a wild ox. They devour hostile nations and break their bones in pieces, with their arrows they pierce them. Like a lion they crouch and lie down, like a lioness, who dares to rouse them? May those who bless you be blessed and those who curse you be cursed. Then Balak's anger burned against Balaam. He struck his hands together and said to him, I summoned you to curse my enemies, but you have blessed them these three times. Now leave at once and go home. I said I would reward you handsomely, but the Lord has kept you from being rewarded. Balaam answered Balak, 
Did I not tell the messengers you sent me? Even if Balak gave me his palace filled with silver and gold, I could not do anything of my own accord, good or bad, to go beyond the command of the Lord. And I must say only what the Lord says. Now I am going back to my people, but come, let me warn you of what this people will do to your people in days to come. Balaam's Fourth Oracle Then he uttered his oracle, The oracle of Balaam son of Beor, the oracle of one whose eye sees clearly, the oracle of one who hears the words of God, who has knowledge from the Most High, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls prostrate, and whose eyes are opened. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob, a scepter will rise out of Israel. He will crush the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of all the sons of Sheth. Edom will be conquered, Seir, his enemy, will be conquered, but Israel will go, grow strong. A ruler will come out of Jacob and destroy the survivors of the city. Then Balaam saw Amalek and uttered his oracle. Amalek was first among the nations, but he will come to ruin at last. Then he saw the Kenites and uttered his oracle. Your dwelling place is secure. Your nest is set in a rock. Yet you Kenites will be destroyed when Asher takes you captive. Then he uttered his oracle. Ah, who can live when God does this? Ships will come from the shores of Kittim. They will subdue Asher and Eber, but they too will come to ruin. Then Balaam got up and returned home, and Balak went his own way. Numbers chapter 25 Moab seduces Israel While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women, who invited them to the sacrifices to the, their gods. The people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to Israel's judges, Each of you must put to death those of your men who have joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor. Then an Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman right before the eye of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the Israelite and into the woman's body. Then the plague against the Israelites was stopped, but those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites, for he was as zealous as I am for my honor among them, so that in my zeal I did not put an end to them. Therefore tell him I am making my covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood, because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the Israelite who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simeonite family. 
and the name of the Midianite woman who was put to death was Cosby, daughter of Zer, a tribal chief of a Midianite family. The Lord said to Moses, Treat the Midianites as enemies and kill them, because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in the affair of Peor and their sister Cosby, the daughter of a Midianite leader, the woman who was killed when the plague came as a result of Peor. Numbers chapter 26, the second census. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by families, all those twenty years old or more who are able to serve in the army of Israel. So on the plains of Moab by the Jordan, across from Jericho, Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them and said, Take a census of the men twenty years old or more, as the Lord commanded Moses. These were the Israelites who came out of Egypt. The descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were through Hanok the Hananite, sorry, through Hanok the Hanakite clan, through Palu the Paluite clan, through Hezron the Hezronite clan, through Carmi the Carmite clan. These were the clans of Reuben. Those numbered were forty-three thousand seven hundred thirty. The son of Palu was Eliab, and the sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abiram. The same Dathan and Abiram were the community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron, and were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them along with Korah, whose followers died when the fire devoured the 250 men, and they served as a warning sign. The line of Korah, however, did not die out. The descendants of Simeon by their clans were, through Nemuel, the Nemuelite clan, through Jamin, the Jamanite clan, through Jachin, the Jachinite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan, through Shal, the Shalite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. There were 22,200 men. The descendants of Gad by their clans were, through Zephon, the Zephonite clan, through Haggai, the Haggite clan, through Shuni, the Shunite clan, through Ozni, the Oznite clan, through Eri, the Erite clan, through Erodi, the Erodite clan, through Areli, the Erolite clan, these were the clans of Gad. Those numbered were 40,500. Ur and Onan were sons of Judah, but they died in Canaan. The descendants of Judah by their clans were through Shelah, the Shelanite clan, through Perez, the Perizzite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan. The descendants of Perez were through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Hamel, the Hamelite clan. These were the clans of Judah. Those numbered were 76,500. The descendants of Issachar by their clans were through Tola the Tola, Tolaite clan, through Pua the Puite clan, through Jashub the Jashubite clan, through Shimron the Shimronite clan. These were the clans of Issachar. Those numbered were 64,300. The descendants of Zebulun by their clans were through Sarad the Saradite clan, through Elon the Elonite clan, through Jalel, Jalil the Jalil, oh my goodness, through Jalil, the Jalilite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun. Those numbered were 60,500. The descendants of Joseph by their clans through Manasseh and Ephraim were the descendants of Manasseh, through Maker, the Makerite clan. Maker was the father of Gilead, through Gilead, the Gileadite clan. These were the descendants of Gilead, through Eazer, the Eazerite clan, through Halek, the Halekite clan, 
through Israel, the Israelite clan, through Shechem, the Shechemite clan, through Shemida, the Shemida, <laughs> the Shemidaite clan, through Hefer, the Heferite clan. Zelophehad, son of Hefer, had no sons. He only had daughters whose names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirzah. These were the clans of Manasseh. Those numbered were 52,700. These were the descendants of Ephraim by their clans. Through Shuthela, the Shuthelahite clan. Through Beker, the Bekerite clan. Through Tehan, the Tehanite clan. These were the descendants of Shuthela. Through Aaron, the Aaronite clan. These were the clans of Ephraim. Those numbered were 32,500. These were the descendants of Joseph by their clans. The descendants of Benjamin by their clans were through Bela, the Belaite clan, through Ashbel, the Ashbelite clan, through Ahiram, the Ahiramite clan, through Shufam, the Shufamite clan, through Hufam, the Hufamite clan. The descendants of Bela through Ard and Naaman were through Ard, the Ardite clan, through Naaman, the Naamanite clan. These were the clans of Benjamin. Those numbered were 45,600. These were the descendants of Dan by their clans, through Shuam, the Shuamite clan. These were the clans of Dan. All of them were Shuamite clans, and those numbered were 64,400. The descendants of Asher by their clans were, through Imna, the Imnite clan, through Ishvi, the Ishvite clan, through Beriah, the Berite clan, and through the descendants of Beriah, through Heber, the Heberite clan, through Malkiel, the Malkiel, Malkielite clan. Asher had a daughter named Sarah. These were the clans of Asher. Those numbered were 53,400. The descendants of Naphtali by their clans were through Jaziel, the Jazielite clan, through Guni, the Gunite clan, through Jazer, the Jazerite clan, through Shillem, the Shillemite clan. These were the clans of Naphtali. Those numbered were 45,400. The total number of the men of Israel was 601,730. The Lord said to Moses, The land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the number of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. What each group inherits will be according to the names for its ancestral tribe. Each inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. These were the Levites who were counted by their clans. Through Gershon, the Gershonite clan. Through Kohath, the Kohathite clan. Through Merari, the Merarite clan. These also were the Levite clans. The Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Mushite clan, the Korahite clan. Kohath was the forefather of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, a descendant of Levi who was born to the Levites in Egypt. To Amram she bore Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they made an offering before the Lord with unauthorized fire. All the male Levites a month old or more numbered 23,000. They were not counted along with the other Israelites because they received no inheritance among them. These are the ones counted by Moses and Eleazar the priest when they counted the Israelites on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Not one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron the priest when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. 
For the Lord had told those Israelites they would surely die in the desert, and not one of them was left except Caleb son of Jephunneh and Joshua son of Nun. All right, guys, thanks for sticking through me towards, I'm sorry, I can't even talk anymore. (laughs) Thanks for sticking with me through the end of that section of chapters because chapter 26 was a long one. Um, Anyway, we finished week nine and now we get to look forward to the weekend. So I hope you all have a good weekend and I will talk to you on Monday with week 10, day one, um, continuing on in the book of numbers. So have a good weekend and I hope you all stay safe and bring glory to God with everything you do this weekend. Bye guys.